When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, and welcome to Slogging It. It's just Jono and myself tonight, and this is a bit of a random one for us. We are recording at the end of the first test of the England versus India series, of which most people have lost their houses, I would assume, based off how the test match started. We're also going to be covering a little bit of the Australia versus West Indies review, but right, let's, let's just get straight into it, Jono. Did you think that England had any chance of winning this test series as and when we started? No. Well, I think I said, (laughs) in the last episode, we asked each other, didn't we? What I I think I gave us a 10% chance of having a test series win. Yes. And that flashed through my mind today when I was watching just the turnaround of all turnarounds, quite frankly. And I thought, oh, crikey, maybe... Maybe I've I've done us a bit of a disservice there. I think you and I both went ten percent. I think Robbo maybe went ten yeah, percent, but we went for one. And we did go for England one. have their one. Yes, they do. I mean, I'm I'm useless at predictions as we've learned over the three and a bit years that we've been doing this. But I actually think now anybody anybody who has ever questioned Basball and their approach, and I, look, I think that the the gung-ho nature of what it was at times has been tempered. But I'm I'm beginning to, and I think other people are beginning to learn that the, the baseball approach isn't just what you see from, you know, 90 overs of cricket a day for five days or however long a test match lasts. It's very much about, okay, what goes on behind the scenes? How do they talk to the players? How do the players interact with each other? like the methodology about how they want to go about playing their cricket, the respect levels within the dressing room, the way that they're willing to work for each other, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's what Basball is about. It's not just about let's just go out and try and crash it from ball one until we're all out and then try and bowl the other side out for less. But, yeah, it's been – I've been up at four most mornings to to kind of watch it. I've, I've been that excited about it. You know, it looked – 
it looked like we were a long way away for a lot of this test match. Well, but then you had you had two players that went from zero to hero. And actually, let's let's, mm. let's pick into that a little bit because when England first batted, I mean, what they, they won the toss. We did say also in the last episode that whoever won the toss was more than likely going to win the game. Yeah. But I think we all agree that it didn't look that way after the first innings when it looked like some really sketchy shots. I mean, particularly Oli Pope, and we'll get to him in a second. But then also, you know, the way that Stokes bowled Tom Hartley for nine overs in that first day, where, mm. he, you know, he bowled nine overs for 63. And both of those chaps just turned, as I say, from zero to hero. So, I mean, what did you make of the first innings? Let's start there. Look, I think in Crawley and Duckett, we found a really reliable opening partnership. And they've proven that now in all conditions. So, and against, you know, the Australians, against the Indians, you know, they face, they face some really good bowling attacks. And, they, you know, it was an opening partnership. They, they look solid. Zach Crawley now looks to go from strength to strength. I think Duckett looks like he's been playing test cricket for a hell of a lot longer than he has. But yes, he had a very early go at it years back when they picked him in, I think, to go to Bangladesh from memory. But then I, th I think he threw a drink at someone or something didn't quite, something happened. And, you know, he, he then went off into the into the, uh, the wilderness for a while. But, you know, looks like he knows his game. The the thing, one of the, another thing to bring up, I've never been able to sweep particularly or, or reverse sweep. I, it's just never been a part of my game. But the way that they, they now use that as a, a form of defence, I, th I find is incredible. Yeah. And the way they hear the commentators talk about sweeping and reverse sweeping being a, almost a, a defensive shot. Because, you know, there were times today where when Barrett came out, when Barrett and Ashwin were, were batting, the, they were just playing straight down the line of the ball and just missing it. And there, there's always going to mm. be one with your name on it. Eventually, you got a great one, Barrett, didn't you, from, from Harley? Yeah. But they then start to go to playing what would be seen as, I would, I guess, previously have thought of as more high-risk shots. But they see that as actually a more defensive option than um, just just playing straight down the line and eventually nicking one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But to go back to your question, I, I, I'm aware I've digressed a bit there, but Pope looked every bit that he hadn't played in a in any kind of competitive game since July. Yeah. Um, getting a bit handsy, pushing hard at the ball, a bit frantic. And he, you know, he's he's a busy player, and he, you know, he's quick on his feet and so on and so forth. But you know, he looked, he didn't look settled, he didn't look calm, and that's understandable. You know, we'll talk about the second innings in a minute. But what he said in the interview after the, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have, have, have watched that interview or heard that interview. He said that his method was that he was always trying to protect the inside edge and the pad because. Even if he edges it with the outside edge, it's still got to carry, and they've still got to grab it. So, he the idea of pushing at the ball, he wasn't. He want. He was so determined to get his bat out in front of his pad to protect that. Those two dismissals that he was almost willing to be nicked off. Um, you know, and and I, he, he, I think yeah, he did nick off eventually, didn't he? That's how he was out in the first innings. But there's almost like the thinking about okay, I'm. I don't mind if. I nick off on the outside edge because it's still got to carry and they've still got to grab it. But yeah, he's, that, that's also a, you know, that is a consequence of thinking proactively about how he wants to protect his inside edge 
the sh- and the short leg fielder potentially, and and then the LBW. So, but I mean, look that I didn't I didn't see much of his innings yesterday. Some of the shots he was playing were absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and if he if he hadn't have missed that slower ball off Bumrah when he got bowled eventually, what a yeah. way to go to two hundred that would have been. By I the know, way, I know. Just shows your mentality, right? These guys are on a different level here. It's like, oh, do you know what? I'm not going to worry about nudging singles to get to 200. <laughs> and it's just, you know, there, there are a couple of times where, you know, the, the reverse lap now has, has kind of come into the game a lot more prominently. But there was one. And when I saw it, I was like, what have I just seen? I actually said it out loud. And Lisa was like, what are you talking about? And there was, there was a shot. I can't remember who the bowler was. But he kind of almost flicked it straight over his head, but not not in a classical ramp style or reverse ramp style. It it just looked different to me, and I was like, okay, the, my mind's now beginning to be a bit blown by mm, these cool. lads and what they can do. But you know the technique, but the bravery, you know, like you, you can't that. Let's take that ball where Pope was eventually out this morning, like. You've got to be some kind of nuts to even consider getting, you know, putting your face that close to it where Jasper Bumman might be sending one down at 91, 92 miles an hour. Yeah. But it's going, oh, it's all right because I backed myself to hit it. Like that is just silly season for me. Yeah. But he he turned he turned the, the, the match into a head. need. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, people, they were going, there was that stat, stat that's been farmed about for the entire test match. You know, India have never lost a test match where they had at least a hundred run lead after the first innings. Well, no, that's not quite true. They never lost a test match where they conceded less and more than 65, where they had more than a 65 lead. So I think that was in 1930 against some Australian. So actually the 190 is five away from being three times as many as they've ever lost too, if that makes sense. So it just puts into perspective what a massive, what a massive result this is for the for this England team. They're just yeah. absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Do you, do you know what I saw as a as a major difference between the Indian batting lineup versus the English batting lineup is England? Yes, they were taking slightly more chances and a lot more risk, but they were scoring shots, not necessarily trying to survive. Mm. And the mentality when you look at previous touring sides. Everyone's gone out there and try to survive and get through, you know, patches. Yeah. England don't have that mentality. They go out there and they're going to score at four or five runs to the mm. to the over. And if they happen to get bowled out for whatever it is, then so be it. But just the positivity of the, of the cricket that they play, and it goes across the whole batting lineup. I mean, everybody that came in played very, very positively. I mean, you know, it gave it gave it gave England that opportunity to score runs, and it could have been, you know, if they tried to hang in there like maybe some of the older touring sides might have done, they would have been bowled out for under a hundred, or you know, they wouldn't have got to that four hundred yeah. in the lead that they had that gave the bowlers the opportunity. But talking of the bowlers, you know, Tom Hartley comes into the side, bowls two overs, gets whacked for thirty. What are you thinking after that? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So... Yeah, I mean, look, tough. And everybody's going, oh, my God, Simon Kerrigan, 2.0, like, you know. And I think that, you know, what, and I know you didn't see this, and we talked about this off air, didn't we, like, and I knew you were going to bring this up. Ben Stokes was asked about this by Harsha Bogle in his post-match press conference. And Ben just said, look, this bloke's come into the squad, um, and I said to him that you were going to open the bowl and then you will have an extended spell. So he said, so why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I ring true to that? Because one of his things as a captain and as a leader is that he wants to do for people what he says he's going to do. Yeah. And I think that is why there is so much buy-in from the rest of the guys around him into Stokes and what he's about and what um, Ben and, and Baz have created in this Baz ball era, you know, if in order to, as any captain, you and I are both captain sides successfully at times, not so successfully at others, but it's you, what you really need is your, your guys to back you. If you feel as a captain that you're the, the 10 lads around you and those guys carrying drinks or, you know, within the squad environment have a hundred percent got your back as captain, a big part of that is getting them to buy into what you're trying to do and trying to achieve. And if they don't, if people start questioning you as a captain about your methods or why they're not doing this at certain times, or they are doing this at certain other times, if they don't feel that that's the right thing for them, then you're on a bit of a hiding to nothing. Like, you know, Rahan bowled, I think, two one over spells, you know, went for 13, I think, twice, eight in his first over and got yanked out of the attack, 13 in another over, got yanked out of the attack. And I, and I think that he has probably been told, look, you're a leg spinner, it doesn't always work. Um, You've been brilliant in Pakistan. You know that you're part of what we're trying to achieve and what we want to do in the future, but just be patient. And I think Rahan is potentially, you know, when you're that young, you want to be involved and you want to be the guy that's doing the bowling the overs and taking the wickets and getting the plaudits and this, that, and the other. But he kind of looks calm and he kind of looks just willing to go with the flow as, of what Stokes asked him to do. So I think that for, for Tom Hartley... To have had that first three overs where he's been belted for 30, he must have been thinking, fucking hell, I'm being young to have the attack here and I might never bowl in test cricket again. But that backing given to him by 
Ben and the rest of the unit and whatever. Like he 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 was interviewed after the after the game as well, and you know he said it it was it just allowed him to settle a little bit. You know he picked up two wickets in the first innings, but then you know match winning seven for in the second innings. Um, and it, and it's great to see. You know is he is he probably a long term option for England outside of subcontinental conditions? I I would probably say not. But we 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 will see. You know Jack Leach, bit of a knee problem, that that might cause us some issues. But then Joe Root bowled really well. Joe Root's probably bowled forty overs in the Test match, so you know and bowled very very well. You can talk about that stat in a minute. The that you sent to us yesterday, but uh, look, really positive signs for for England. We shouldn't get giddy. We shouldn't get ahead of ourselves. It's great that we've gone one nil up, but it's not. It doesn't mean we're going to go on and win the series or we're going to win it 5-0 or whatever, you know. Ben Stokes said before the Test Series that to win one match out there was going to be a massive a massive achievement and they've done that. So that, that's great. But, you know, I think let's hold our horses a little bit before we let our minds start running away for us about what can be achieved over the next six weeks. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, look, you know, Ben Stokes learned from the first innings because in the second innings he opened Joe Root, somebody that was turning the ball away from Jai Swell's middle of his bat mm. instead of instead of the way Tom Hartley was bowling into the middle of his bat and getting whacked everywhere. So and, and two of the great that. catches you've ever seen by Ollie Pope, a short leg and short silly mid off, by the way. Like crikey. Like unbelievable. And not you only know, can what, he bat, he can also grab half decently. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he's a and he's vice captain. You know, Ollie Pope's gonna be around for a long, long time. I I once played a match down at his old school in Surrey and you go in there and you look at the boards you know as all these independent schools have um, and it's just OJ Pope everywhere like you know 100 100 double 100 double 100 double 100 triple 100 100 100 100 100 you know unbelievable right you know he's always been one that Surrey have very much had their eye on from when he was very very young I think was it Cranley I think it's Cranley you might have gone yeah I think it's Cranley you went to Cranley school but yeah, a great a great day to be an England fan. But we we've got to temper that excitement with the reality of what may yet come to pass. Yeah, well, we're still in with it, right? So we said four one. England have got their one. One would argue that the pitches are going to look substantially different. Maybe some green seamers might be nice because of England only selecting one seamer in this game, which is slightly well, yeah, which is you know very brave. Uh, what what a selection! I mean, you know, who would have thought it ended up this way? So yeah, England go one up. The other Test series. Oh, that's going four nil, India. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he thought there was going to be a draw. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Yeah, Robert well, went four nil. So, but yeah, there is another Test series going on, of which again another you know unprecedented win, another unheard of win, another what, what would you like to call it? I mean, the West Indies turning over Australia. Unbelievable! I think that's the first time. Well, I know it's the first time Australia have ever lost a pink ball day-night test match. You know, it's a very young, relatively inexperienced West Indian side. And, yeah, look, great, great things coming from them. You know, this, this is it Shamar Joseph? The, the, the lad who's taken seven for, I haven't seen any of this, by the way. I know that our good mate Josh, he got 79 in the first innings, one of two scores of 70-plus, I think. To set it up, but I think the bowling performances from a from a West Indian point of view, certainly in the second innings, are really what's turned the game on its head there. So we look, we all know with day night 
cricket, and th- and this is not me taking anything away from the West Indies, by the way, whatsoever. And I don't because I haven't seen any of it. I don't know if this is true or not, but I think sometimes you can get the rub of the green in terms of when the ball swings around and is of more benefit to the bowlers in day night cricket, depending on when sessions land and when innings finish and and so on and so forth. So I don't think it's as quite as straightforward as you know playing day test matches. But look, two teams went out to compete. The West Indies have gotten up against Australia, who we know from the summer and since, you know, they've turned Pakistan over in the in the recent past. Fantastic result. Absolutely fantastic yeah. result for, for West Indies. So, and long may it continue. Like, you know, West Indies cricket needs to get back to a place where they're feared. And, I, well, not just test cricket, I think cricket in general. And, and hopefully this can be the start of something that, that goes on to become that. You could see the emotion on Brian Lara's face for those of you that have managed to watch that clip when the West Indies won and uh, Josh Hazelwood was bowled by Shamar Joseph. It was something that West Indies cricket needed, I think. You know, they really mm. needed a, a pick-me-up of which this provided. And, and as you say, it was Shamar Joseph that took that seven foot. I think the, the, the story is, though, I mean, he went off injured, right? So this was a real big bravery. I don't know. Yeah, so he went off injured when he was batting. Is basically, I, did, he did, I think he got hit in his foot. Uh, I don't he's, know. Got some, he's, yeah, bad, he's got a busted toe, hasn't he, I heard, yeah. Yeah, and then he comes on and he bowls and he takes a seven foot. But that, that's not even the story. He was an unknown cricketer 18 mm. months ago. Yeah. So I, I saw a tweet from A.B. de Villiers and he basically said, you know, he basically said, go and have a, go and have a read of Shamar Joseph's Wikipedia page. And it basically will, will put you in tears as to understand where this kid has come from. Mm. And it was interesting to say, interesting to hear him say that, you know, from his perspective, test cricket is all that he's going to live for. He's not going to chase the big money in T20 cricket. Which, uh, yeah, it's a big statement to make. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how long that lasts. But yeah, fantastic win for the West Indies. Yeah, and and I think that's the end of this series. And I think it's one all, right? I think, again, it's one of these strange ones where... Yeah, I don't like this two-test series thing. Like, you know, imagine the high that the West Indies guys are on at now, like, after that. Like, that's incredible. Like, give them an opportunity to go out and do it again. Yeah, you know, exactly. how much would that yeah. be for the for West Indies cricket to to go into a three test, a third test against Australia, knowing that they've got an opportunity to win the series? Now, whether they did or they didn't, you know, a drawn test series for them is great, but two test series, come on, like you know, we, Simon's th- thoughts on the ICC were plain and evident, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. weren't they, a couple of weeks ago? But you know, there's got to be some kind of level of consistency. Like, what's a World Test Championship doing if if Surely everybody has to play everybody the same amount of times for that yeah. to even be worth the the, the paper it's written on. Like, you know, so yeah, look, lots oh. of it's a, but it's a great thing for look, two two just mad results today, considering I think And really it, close ones, right? Yeah, and at points I mean, in both at points in both matches, you would have thought that the Aussies were shoe ins to win it, as were you would have thought India were shoe ins to win the first test against England. So what yeah, very. Live. Well, yeah, exactly. Hey, and look, you know, I've been invited on a podcast on Tuesday actually to talk about it. And is this is this um, kind of a re- bit of a rebirth of, of Test cricket? Is this is this week kind of what Test cricket needed? So, God knows what I'll say. I'll probably just talk a load of nonsense for fifteen twenty minutes, and then and then politely be asked to leave. So just like be on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> standard. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, John, a great to catch up, mate. Um, Thanks, mate. Yeah, next test match starting in a few couple in a couple of days' time. The next, I just had a quick look. It's actually the the Australia West Indies Test Series moves on to the ODIs, so they play right. against each other on on Tuesday. And I actually don't know when the next England game is. Do you happen to know that off the top I of your head? I'm going to say, I think it might be Friday, the second of Feb. Yeah, Friday. Okay. Yeah, so not too long to wait, as you say. Yeah, which is good. No, and I, I also I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, how Jack Leach pulls up Jadeja. Like, what a what a piece of fielding by Ben Stokes to run him out, by the way. But Jadeja pulling up with a bit of a hamstring, hamstring. injury, yeah. attempting that run. So, you know, he's going to be a massive loss for them. But then that might make them, might make the Indians think, okay, well, we might need to play an extra seamer, leave it a bit greener. They're going with two spinners. Then does Jimmy come back into the side? Does Ollie Robinson come back into the side? And, you know... Might might play into England's hands a little bit, so we shall see. But yeah, enjoyed tonight, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah, it was good. Thanks for listening. We will do this after the second Test match, so probably around about the third of February, which is day two. No, we won't. We won't. Don't worry. It'll be it'll be day four or five. We hope. And, and yeah, Jonah, thanks for your time, mate. And we'll catch up with Stop you soon. Cheers, huge. Cheers, mate. Bye. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.